Hi, friends, and welcome to our podcast, For the Record, introducing my extraordinary sisters, Imani and Sheree, and of course, yours truly, Angel. If you'd like to know more information about us, please keep listening. But also note that you can check out our Insta handle at For the Record Brand and our Twitter at FTR Brand to also get the scoop on us. Today is very special because if you've been keeping up with us on Instagram, we are announcing our two t-shirt giveaway winners. So please listen until the end so you don't miss out on that. We are super excited to have you guys here today and we hope you enjoy. Thanks for tuning in. With that being said, I'll pass it on to Imani to give you a little bit more information about what we'll be discussing today. Hey, everyone, and thanks for joining us today. I cannot believe we are already at episode three of our first season. So whoop, whoop. it's great to be here. Yeah, so. It is. <laughs> so welcome, welcome, welcome. Today's episode is Health is Wealth, a Healthy Lifestyle. We hope you find this episode both informative and entertaining as always. And with that, I'll kick it off to Cherie to get us started. Hey, people, this is Cherie, and welcome back to our podcast. I'm going to jumpstart this episode with our first question. How often should you go to the doctor and or dentist? So I would say you should probably visit each specialty once a year, whether that being the dentist, gynecologist, optometrist, what have you. Um, But I definitely think once a year is the goal. Um, I know I don't make that all the time. I know other people probably don't make that all the time. But I think that's probably the bare minimum, along with what you're already doing on your own, Mm -hmm. you know, checking up on yourself regularly, doing your own upkeep and stuff like that. Yeah, I agree, Angel. I'd say there's actually no real set amount for how many times you should go to the doctor is that's going to be on a person-to-person basis. That being said, I think aiming to at least go once a year is a good practice to follow. Seeing your primary care physician once a year to just check in regarding your overall health gives you the opportunity to create a working relationship with your doctor and address any concerns you may have annually. And then for us gals, I recommend seeing your gyno (laughs) once to twice a year at minimum. You know, Mm -hmm. I think it's important that every woman does this as screening and testing that often takes place at these visits is one of the main ways to inform you about and or prevent various reproductive health issues. And so your annual exam and pap smear can be annoying, but I promise they are here to help you be healthy. Yeah. Aside from my gyno and PCP, I don't really go to any other doctors aside from the dentist, which I usually go to twice a year as well. And going to the doctor is just a great way to learn about your body and health. A lot of people dread it, including myself, but I do feel it's really contributed to my peace of mind and just overall quality of life. Those all sound really good. I agree with both of you guys. Um, Yeah, so it really depends on each person, but I would say at least every year if you're in good health. If a person has other medical conditions, I would suggest you need to make sure you see your doctor more often to make sure your health is balanced, such as if you have diabetes, make sure your blood sugar is within the recommended range. I would also say the same for going to the dentist, just from my own perspective as being a dentist, if you have other medical conditions too, you're going to 
need to see your dentist, you know, more often to get different types of treatment. You know, if you have periodontal disease, you'll have to get more cleanings more often compared to someone who doesn't have that. So always visit your PCP, see what they recommend for you, what they diagnose you with and move from there because they're the specialists who have went to school. They know that information. They know how to help you and they know what you need and you tell them what you want to. Yes, that's all very insightful information. I know a lot of people are or have a fear of going to the doctor for whether that mm-hmm. being personal mm-hmm. reasons or I guess experiences maybe. Yeah. 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 But all in all, it is good to check in on your health and going to the doctor is one of those ways that you can do that. Next, I wanted to talk about water intake. So how much water do you guys drink a day? And what would you say is the recommended amount? I can tell you right now that it is not enough. (laughs) And I should really try and drink more. Right. (laughs) Yes. There are more days than not that my body is thirsty and simply just not quenched, which is bad, but I'm trying to get better. So I know most people generally here to drink eight to 12 glasses of water a day, but that's not entirely true. I would say like every person may need a different amount and that's primarily based on your daily activities and your weight and height. So like based on my weight, I believe I should be drinking about 64 ounces a day. And although There could be somebody who weighs more or even around the same as me, but maybe they work out more and sweat a lot more. They may find that they need to increase their water intake to meet their needs. So when speaking on working out, I do think drinking water in an effort to replace fluids that have been lost is important. And just in general, H2O is amazing, guys, and it has a lot of health benefits. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. One thing I can say is I actually do drink it majority of the time, so that is good. But definitely, if you are pretty active, water is a must to avoid dehydration and just help with recovery. I agree. And I think um, also I don't really keep count of how much I drink, and I am trying to get better at that. (laughs) I'm actually trying to drink water now because we're talking about it. But I have a Fitbit, which helps me log how much water I drink a day. And that's been pretty helpful. And I think the recommended amount varies for everyone based on weight and height, like Imani was saying. But generally, I think it is 64 ounces of water per day, which is like four water bottles. And I think that's what my Fitbit recommends for me based on my height and weight too. So you got to stay on top of staying hydrated. That helps with your skin, your body, your overall well-being. True that. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm also right there with you guys on not drinking enough water. I regret to say that I don't drink nearly as much as I should. And the thirst is very real. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> um, recently I've started trying to get in the habit of drinking a glass of water with every meal. Or Mm -hmm. if I'm just eating like a quick snack or something, Mm -hmm. also include a glass of water with that. But honestly, my main problem is the fact that I always have to go to the bathroom so often afterwards. But I I have to think that it's beneficial. That's like basically just fleshing out the toxin. Mm -hmm. 
in my system. So, I mean, all in all, it's good for you. I've honestly grown to enjoy water. I know a lot of people don't like drinking water because it's quote unquote tasteless, but a right. cold glass of water, nothing really compares to that. Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree. Most definitely, Angel. Yeah, water is definitely life, like I said. To kind of transition, what vitamins or supplements should you be taking? And what would you guys say are your favorites? Hmm, that's a good one. I believe everyone should at least be taking a multivitamin. And I believe the latest you should start taking supplements is when the aging process begins, which is around maybe 25. And I believe people should use supplements because once the aging process begins, everyone's metabolism starts to slow down along with everything else. And I specifically take multivitamins, not only to take care of my body for those reasons, but also to make sure I'm receiving all of the vitamins I need when and if I don't get them in my diet. And sometimes I fall short of that because, you know, I want to go to In-N-Out and I want to eat this and that (laughs) because it, you know, those days where those cheat days, you know, (laughs) and they do come in pills or gummies. So if you don't feel comfortable in, you know, swallowing pills, you could just take a gummy. And also the Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, doesn't review these supplements for safety and effectiveness. So use them with caution like any other substance. But based on my own experience, I feel it has shown to be beneficial in my health. Yeah, I agree. I do think that everyone should be taking a multivitamin. I also take a women's multivitamin just to cover all bases. But then I also take hair, skin, and nails, vitamin as well. I also have emergency and like vitamin C tablets on deck just for a rainy day because you never know when you might need it, especially Mm -hmm. during COVID times. Mm -hmm. I know that these supplements aren't necessary for everyone, but as you were saying, I and typically many other people don't get all the nutrients and minerals that they need from their daily food diets and You know, for me personally, I don't get enough iron. So these supplements and vitamins help to fill the gap in that area. And I am not a pill person. I am a gummy girl till I die. So (laughs) (laughs) yes, if you don't like taking pills, it's okay. You can still get your vitamins in gummy form. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, I agree with you guys. Definitely. I would say taking a multivitamin at bare minimum should be incorporated into every adult's health routine, unless you are getting a considerable and consistent amounts of these essential nutrients from like food sources, fruits, vegetables, and even fish. And so my favorite vitamins or supplements are any of the ones I take in gummy form. Like Angel said, I'm also a gummy girl. And (laughs) I've been (laughs) taking Vitafusion multivitamin gummies and also this elderberry and zinc gummy that I got from GNC. And so they're both pretty good and make taking vitamins just a little bit more bearable. And I also feel like I should mention that I bought a pill case for all of my vitamins. And when I say say this changed my life and is the sole reason I've been consistent in taking supplements daily, it's the truth. But aside from that, 
the gummy vitamins. My second favorite is the sublingual biotin spray and lavender flavor. It's great. I've also been using it for like four months about, and I think I've seen a difference compared to pill forms. So it's pretty cool. And yeah, well, it's still too soon to see, but I'll, I'll let you guys know. And while on this topic, I do want to note that, again, like Cherie said, there is a lot of controversy in around vitamins and supplements. And so, again, that's mainly attributed to the fact that the FDA, also known as the Food and Drug Administration, does not review or regulate dietary supplements. So in some, they just don't have nor provide information regarding the safety and effectiveness of supplements to us. And so we have to mainly rely on the companies distributing them to give us this information. But despite that, the FDA does seem to vouch for some vitamins as being more researched and well-established than others. So, you know, there are trials to see the effectiveness, but again, it's not going to be the FDA. And they also kind of voice the importance of trying to get the nutrients you need from fruits and vegetables if you can. So I would just say that number one, always take time to educate yourself and then talk to your doctor to get professional insight if you think it's something you'd be interested in. And then that way you can make a well-informed decision on how to proceed. Yeah, I agree with everything you guys are saying. So important to be able to take your supplements, stay on top of your health in that way, because it's hard to get every nutritional value into your diet. But I was wondering, what are some tips for girls, ladies, women to staying healthy, clean, and fabulous? Well, Sheree, I'm so glad you asked. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I guess my number one tip would be to just simply listen to your body. It's always speaking to you, even when you don't realize it. So if you feel something is wrong or not right, then something is probably wrong and not right. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I wanted to recommend the PhD Bork Acid pill, I guess you could call it. Imani introduced this to us. Balance out your pH levels for the ladies because they do tend to fluctuate and you just want to make sure that everything is well and okay. But I would also say to wear breathable garments. And I cannot stress enough that after working out or wearing a bathing suit at the pool or something, don't leave those clothes on for too long. I know this is probably something that, you know, we learned a long time ago, but just to remind you that doing those simple things can make a huge difference. Ladies, we are fabulous forever and always first off, but some tips for girls or women that I personally suggest are showering once to twice a day. I love taking showers and are on the side of two a day, but you know, Also, alongside that, washing your face twice a day coincides with this, and it's also highly recommended, I would say, mainly because some of us wear makeup and or are hard at work in the gym, so we got to make sure we're ridding our faces of dirt, debris, and just crust that's accumulated. (laughs) (laughs) Crust. (laughs) Yes. Must. (laughs) Must. Another tip I have is using menstrual cups, pads, and tampons are just terrible to me. Some products 
are bleached and pretty much resemble a cotton trash bag if you actually pick <laughs> it up. Um, yes. There are some cleaner options as far as the material used, but I truly do feel confident in the cup's impact on my body as a whole. And it's just great. And I highly recommend not only because it's potentially healthier, but also because it's cheaper. You literally can clean and reuse them cycle to cycle. So if you want to save them coins, the menstrual cups may be for you. Lastly, I want to just say that taking the time, like what Angel was saying, definitely listen to your body and then visit your gyno with any concerns and establish safe, healthy habits. I think those three things are some good habits to kind of implement into your life. So yeah, I definitely agree with both of you guys on those tips for our girls, ladies. There is a lot of maintenance when it comes to caring for our body, but there are lots of solutions, supplements, et cetera, in order to stay on top of things. Always be aware of what is going on with your body. Like Imani and Angel were saying, listen to what it's saying. If it's not usually, you know, a normal thing that happens to you, then note that. And of course, go see your doctor to see what's going on. I know a lot of people like to (laughs) self-diagnose, but (laughs) sometimes, you know, you have to let the professionals take over. So (laughs) just to get a for sure diagnosis and always be aware of what your body looks like. So just look at your body in the mirror too. So you know if there's any normal or abnormal changes occurring. I also recommend working out. You can start small and work your way up from there and or being active in in some way. So, you know, take a walk in the park or you can go to the gym. At least do something active a day to keep your body moving and those joints moving. Also getting rest, which includes taking breaks, naps, get some sleep at night. Eating healthy, this includes watching what you eat in order to make decisions that will lower your chances of getting chronic diseases or conditions. Even doing a cleanse or even fasting, depending on your preference, can be beneficial. I probably shouldn't have to say this, but take showers, okay? (laughs) And brush your teeth twice a day, floss twice a day, or when needed, okay? I mean, I do have to say these things because... I've seen some things, okay? (laughs) (laughs) I've seen some things, people. (laughs) Um, Yeah, you know, I've seen these things. So I do have to say these things. (laughs) But yeah, um, take your showers, brush your teeth. Also, it's best to change your toothbrush every three months too, which I don't know if most people emphasize on that, but change your toothbrush every three months if you can or if you have the battery charging toothbrush electric electric toothbrush I don't even know what I'm saying (laughs) the electric toothbrush those have different heads you can take off and put new ones on so that's a good investment because you just keep that toothbrush you charge it or get new batteries and then all you have to do is buy the new toothbrush head But yeah, if you want more information, you know, feel free to DM me any questions about dentistry. And Target actually has a really great section for women's healthcare, including menstrual cups, what Imani was talking about, and also the boric acid supplements. So I would definitely recommend going to Target. They just have a really good section laid out if you're interested in any of those products we've been talking about. 
Also, I would include telling yourself positive affirmations, staying on top of those things and just accepting yourself for who you are at the end of the day. Yes, that's some amazing advice from both of you guys. Definitely a self-diagnoser, so I've been <laughs> trying to stop doing that. But um, we all we all kind of are, honestly. Right. Also, I don't look at myself as much as I should as far as like making sure things aren't changing. But I definitely need to get in the habit of doing that. On the same note of, you know, things as far as staying healthy, what is y'all's food diet or what types of diets have you tried? I would say my food diet is pretty much pescatarian majority of the time, but I still eat chicken, so I can't be a true pescatarian. Salmon is like my favorite thing to eat, though, along with shrimp, tilapia, and scallops. The main reason I can't give up chicken is because Chick-fil-A is actually a part <laughs> of my food pyramid. And it Crack simply filet. cannot be excluded. <laughs> it simply cannot. <laughs> but Chick-fil-A. I'll eat, you know, the occasional burger, but I'm not a big fan of beef or pork, except for bacon. That's also a part of my food pyramid. But... <laughs> Healthy snacks are just also really important to me, even though it doesn't seem like that. So I try and stick with fruits, nuts, and granola, things like that. Or maybe homemade kale chips, because those are great too. I've tried some cleanses in the past, and they are not my favorite. Spending that much time in the bathroom is just not cool. (laughs) Then there's intermittent fasting, which it's actually something I pretty much follow, but not on purpose, really. I don't eat breakfast most days, and that's just because I'm simply just not feeling it. And by lunchtime, I'm I'm ready for my first meal. So I believe that is intermittent (laughs) fasting, which is another type of diet or fad. (laughs) And aside from that, I have followed vegetarian, vegan, and even paleo diets at various times in my life. And all I have to say is kudos to those that are able to commit to these lifestyles like long term because it can for sure be difficult. It's very (laughs) worth it, though, too. Yeah, I didn't even realize, but yeah, I do fast. I I usually don't eat breakfast, and if I do eat breakfast, it's like really small. So I do fast sometimes, and then I wait till lunch. But what is my food diet? I honestly eat whatever I feel like eating. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. like if I want it then I'm I'm gonna have it and and I will try and like modify it to make it healthier if I have to I try my best to eat at home that's one thing I try not to eat out a lot and like I said incorporate healthy meals but when I do go out those are my cheat days because I just am tired from the day and I want to eat out and not cook at home or maybe I'm celebrating something that's happening. So that's when I usually like eat out. Some days I'm vegan or vegetarian without even realizing it because that's actually what I'm craving, believe it or not. I absolutely love salads. Sometimes I actually crave a salad, actually enjoy eating a salad. <laughs> right. I don't know. People might think that's weird, but I actually like crave and enjoy eating salads. Um, fortunately for me, I actually enjoy the taste of healthy foods like vegetables, salads, avocados. It actually works out in my favor. <laughs> yes, I agree with both of you guys as far as the fasting thing. I've just always never 
really been someone to eat early in the morning. Like I remember even back in high school, I never used to eat breakfast Mm -hmm. and I still don't really eat breakfast. Well, I do more so now. Yeah. But like before and like most days, I'm probably going to miss out on breakfast. I like breakfast foods. I just don't eat them during breakfast time. Same, same. (laughs) Brunch. (laughs) Literally, yes. Brunch is like dinner. (laughs) Dinner. (laughs) I've also never successfully done one of the fad diets or like two-week challenges, but I am also the same way where I'll, sometimes I do crave a salad. Like I used to always order those fruit salad things at restaurants (laughs) with strawberries (laughs) and like, all these other you did you guys would make fun of me like, strawberry patch strawberry caprice I would just always get those for whatever reason I guess I just always enjoyed that but um yeah I've never really done like a successful vegan or vegetarian like two week long not even a week I could honestly can't even last a week but I do implement maybe I'll eat eggs and bacon for breakfast but I eat like a veggie burger and sweet potato fries for lunch so it really just as you said if I want it then I'm probably gonna go out and get it somewhere and there's also criticism for some of these fad diets as well because sometimes when people do them they don't return to a regular balanced diet which can be harmful but I think that if you're committed to a balanced diet and you think about doing like veganism for a little bit and then you're back to that balanced diet that's not going to disrupt your body too much rather than if you were going vegan and then the next day you're at McDonald's for every (laughs) single meal or something like that right but yeah I think it's good to incorporate different types of diets into your daily meal selection and when you're shopping also I wanted to note that the three meals a day is recommended but I don't think that's really the standard that we have to follow I honestly just eat when I'm hungry and so I'll maybe eat a smaller meal because I have a smaller stomach but or I'll eat a big meal which lasts me for like most of the day and then I'll have a smaller meal later on it honestly just depends I would say that it matters more what you're eating and how much of it that you're eating rather than oh we need to eat at this time this time this time So honestly, just make sure you're not overeating. You should not feel like you're about to implode after a meal. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, that's all I have. Yeah, I feel that for sure. Mm -hmm. So how many hours of sleep do you guys get? And do you take naps? Because I know I don't. (laughs) Um, What's sleep? Sleep. What is sleep? (laughs) On a good day, I get six to eight hours of sleep, which I want to say eight is like the recommended. But if I'm working on something, you know, the podcast, music, if I'm going out, you know, mm-hmm. et cetera, I might get little to no sleep, honestly, because I'm on my grind and I have a drive to get things done. But I know... There's sacrifices with doing that. So you need to get your good amount of sleep so you can rejuvenate your body, be alert and aware of what's going on the next day. (laughs) (laughs) Because you need to get that sleep, y'all. You know, this is the time where I'm going to say, you know, it's okay. 
sleep on it okay sleep on it <laughs> don't sleep um, on me mm-hmm. don't, don't sleep, sleep on me. me don't sleep on me and get some sleep okay so <laughs> I never usually take naps just because I feel it messes up the flow of my day I feel more tired and groggy after waking up for some reason and sometimes when I take a nap I be sleeping the whole day away I don't know my circadian rhythms are just like off sometimes when I take naps so I try not to do it I try to push through throughout the whole day so then at the end of the day I can get some good sleep but that's just me sometimes I understand you're tired you need to take a nap so take a power nap or whatever you need and usually I guess a power nap for me like if I take a nap for at most 30 minutes then I should be fine but I can't be taking hour naps because then my whole day I'm just disoriented or whatever (laughs) but a nap can make you feel better and energized so it depends on you yes I definitely think we should normalize nap time (laughs) we used to take naps when we were kids right and we didn't appreciate it I honestly used to take naps all the time like two years ago or so Mm -hmm. I don't know why I guess I was just stressed from undergrad even though I didn't do anything but (laughs) (laughs) all the time even though I should be more stressed now I don't take as many naps but I do think that a quick 30 minute or an accidental two-hour nap can really (laughs) accident (laughs) so you know, if you've missed out on some Z's the night before, just catch up on it. Mm-hmm. I do understand you might feel like you're off track after the fact. And honestly, sometimes when I take a nap in the day, I don't end up going to sleep the next night. So it's just a cycle. But it honestly depends on the person. Like, if you need a nap, take the nap. If naps aren't for you, then just make sure you're getting a good night's rest. And on that note, I do try and aim for the eight hour mark, but the way my life is set up, it's more so (laughs) five to six hours of sleep, but I have been trying to combat that by cutting myself off from doing any work past 10 PM, but sometimes, you know, you need to keep going. So on those nights it's just whatever, but I try to end everything at 10 and try to go to sleep and get ready for bed at that time. But you know, sometimes I still don't go to sleep. So mm-hmm. let's just recommend melatonin for everyone. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. Much. Right. Yeah. I'm right there with you on that because unfortunately, I also only get five to six hours on average. Oh, God, we're bad. <laughs> I know. Eight, you know, eight is the ultimate goal. It is. But I just have not actively tried to actually meet it. I just feel like there's so much to do and so little time. So I end up not going to bed until like 1 a.m. a lot Mm -hmm. of nights. But then after a week of doing that, it all catches up to me. And then I have to hibernate on the weekend or try to recover. And I I just don't know why I punish myself like this. It's just it makes no sense. But (laughs) Mm -hmm. I should probably consider trying melatonin, though, like what you guys were saying. I know a lot of people that use it occasionally. And I've never tried it. So maybe I'll do that and see what it's about. But naps are life. Again, I rarely take them. I think it's just like a fear of missing out on something or not utilizing my time to the fullest. But best believe if I'm truly lacking sleep and my blinks start getting longer and longer, then (laughs) I have, then I will take a nap. Right. You know, but I, 
I should definitely take more though. Mm-hmm. I agree with both of you guys' statements. I also feel the same way. Like I feel if it's a nice day outside and I take a nap, I'm like, I'm missing out on this great weather, this great opportunity to do something. I have no idea what that and is. Then it but, happen. <laughs> and then it doesn't even happen. But like, I just feel like it's a waste of my day sometimes. But I really shouldn't feel like that if I'm really, really tired. Yeah. yeah. Because it's beneficial for you to get the rest you need in order to like. Health is wealth, y'all. Remember. Mm-hmm. Yes. Health is wealth. I have another question moving on. How often do you guys work out and what are your favorite methods of working out? Like hiking or dancing, Pilates, etc. So I am a self-proclaimed Pilates girl. Um, okay. <laughs> I've been taking classes from YouTube University and <laughs> I graduate to the real in-person class. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I finally feel like I'm not like a total beginner. So definitely now that people are getting vaccinated, I'm getting vaccinated. Hopefully people will be masked. Then I would probably go to an in-person class. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if anyone else gets intimidated from like yoga classes and going to the gym like that. But I always feel like I look like I don't know what I'm doing, even though it really doesn't <laughs> matter. Because honestly, what are we doing? We're just lifting weight <laughs> and moving our bodies in hopes that we're going to look good. So really, we're just pushing against gravity, guys. Like, Pretty like, much. Don't feel embarrassed going to the gym because we're all there for the same goal. So, mm-hmm. I've also had a lot of people try and get me on the hike wave, but I just don't know. I'm not like a cardio person, but I feel like maybe by the end of the summer, I'll be more of a hiking person because I'd rather do that than run. I also recommend just buying workout clothes and shoes to motivate yourself because if you look good, you're going to feel good and you're going to want to work out. Yeah, I agree. Oh, yes. Most definitely. Yeah, I'd say I work out pretty much three times a week and four to five times on a really, really good week. But generally, um, I think I like to run a mile two to three times a week and then either work out on those days or in addition to the other days, which reminds me, I probably need to work out today because I've been slacking. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Also, if you do run a lot outside in particular, which is what I prefer, then maybe you should think of getting yourself some good running shoes. It's literally a night and day difference for me running outside with good running shoes versus footies with no support. So (laughs) no shit though. (laughs) Please don't tell me. Anyways, I used to really hate hiking, kind of like I think what Angel you were saying, but it has actually really become one of my favorite ways to work out. Like some trails can really test you, but after you get it done, it's so fulfilling. And it's like, yeah, I did that hike and it's great. Mm -hmm. Aside from that, hot yoga is everything simply put. I miss it so much and hope to get back in the studio one day. It's therapeutic, calming, and it's also a pretty good workout for both your mind and body. And then I just can't forget to mention dancing because that's definitely a hobby of mine. You know, dancing in the house or out with friends is a whole vibe, a whole workout in itself. Like, I seriously will be breaking the sweat, switching from modern and ballet dance, doing pirouettes (laughs) in the living room, shaking and dropping it low. 
to some <laughs> pop rage on <laughs> So, yeah, dancing is great. <laughs> I agree with both of you guys. Working out is very important, you know, for your health. So you got to have stamina if you're trying to reach your goals, people. You know, you don't have to be trying to lose weight to work out. Okay, like that's one thing. Mm -hmm. You you don't have to be losing weight. You can use it for stamina, endurance. You never know. There might be a zombie apocalypse one day and you need to have that (laughs) (laughs) that ability to run. Okay, (laughs) but (laughs) I work out. I try to work out at least three times a week. I actually go to the gym and the gym I go to. It's mandatory for everyone to wear masks, which kind of sucks because working out, being with a mask on is not Oh, yeah. Running with a mask. Yes, it's hard. Even hiking with a mask on is a lot. Same. I did it for a little bit, but it's, I will pass out. (laughs) Take it off when I was like not near groups, but within Mm -hmm. the, within the gym, I know that would be hard because it's all up in there. Well, honestly, actually not until like recently this week. They actually split up the gym and put treadmills and everything outside. So okay, now that we're going into, you know, the next phase, they're putting everything back inside now, which I actually enjoyed like working out outside, like on the treadmill and stuff. So (laughs) yeah, it was really, it was actually like a different experience. But yeah, when you're inside, it's like now there's more people in there. So when you do have a chance to take your mask off and breathe, just do it real quick. I am taking the vaccine and I'm taking the second dose in a week. I am going to be vaccinated. So that is a plus for that. If I don't make it, I'll try to do a workout at home, like sit-ups, push-ups, lunges, things of that nature. Also, I like to dance and it doesn't even matter if anyone's around. I'll just have my own little dance studio mm-hmm. concert. Pretty much. And I was doing that yesterday. I just put on 24k magic and I just went oh no I just went off y'all I went off <laughs> and that act was my workout video. just act like it pretty much like that's one of my best workouts I'm telling you <laughs> it's easy free it's, mm-hmm, it's free, <laughs> it's free. <laughs> but yeah that's what I do <laughs> yeah those are all amazing ways to stay active and have fun What have you guys found helpful when it comes to staying stress-free? For me, I would say that music really helps me get in my zone and release any stress I may have. Music while I'm working out or just while I'm just chilling in my apartment. I love music, listening to music, making music. They're just everything regarding music. It's just a great outlet. And then yoga, like I said, that has really helped keep me sane. Like I mentioned before, it's my go-to. But aside from that, I think the true and ultimate best outlet of them all is sleep. Sometimes your body really just needs rest from everything. So letting yourself just drift off for a bit is pretty helpful in my opinion. Like there have been times where the stress is just all the way through the roof. (laughs) And I'm also tired. Just going to sleep and waking up, it really does help a lot. Oh, yes. Definitely rest your mind, you know, put whatever that thing you're stressing about, put it to rest and do what you love to do. And you can come back to it later. It's not the end of the world. Give yourself a break. Okay. (laughs) 
but I agree with you, Imani. Music has definitely been a great outlet for me. So listening to music, especially the music you listen to when you work out, okay? Listen to some Drake, listen to some Cardi B. It's going to, you Man. know, going to get you up and up and up. Mm-hmm. Pump that <laughs> iron and listen to that because it's just motivating. I can't even explain it. Just do it and you'll see yourself. And not only listening to music, but obviously making music. Singing is a good way to stay stress-free for me. Watching TV, one of my favorite TV shows or one of my favorite movies. Laying down, just getting rest, having a glass of wine, playing video games, et cetera, et cetera, eating, et cetera, et cetera. (laughs) (laughs) So I definitely agree with you guys about music. Music has definitely been a great way to stay stress-free whether that's just listening to music I make a lot of playlists so if you guys ever need me to make your playlist I got you but also um, writing lyrics poetry journaling all those are really good outlets as well personally a big one for me is meditation and I also want to stress the importance of simply getting fresh air I know we mentioned that earlier but it can really make a difference as far as clearing your mind and recognizing that most of your stressors aren't as big and permanent as you might think. So don't let them consume you. Mm -hmm. Also play with puppies and pets because those are literally emotional support animals at times. Yep. Puppies. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That being said, sometimes the stressors in your life are simply that big. So if you need to seek help from a support system and recognize and maintain those healthy boundaries that you need, even if that looks like saying no to plans, even if you've had them for a while, just because you need a mental health check, or, you know, that could also be declining to help a friend, even though you, you know, you always want to help your friends, but sometimes you need to do that if that could negatively impact your own mental health. So just look out for yourself Mm -hmm. and, you know, remember not to overextend yourself don't over explain yourself and just remind yourself that you are allowed to say no yes yes always look out for you guys i want to end by just saying or asking what healthy lifestyle practices are you guys planning to implement this year like what you got going on hmm lifestyle practices healthy lifestyle practices i have been trying to implement stretching every day. Okay. Because I really don't stretch at all. <laughs> so I I feel like it's important to stretch and make sure your muscles aren't tensed up, you're relaxed. That's also another way, I guess, in a sense, to make sure that your body's not experiencing stress, you know? So stretch your muscles in that way and always make sure to talk to your doctor, you know, to see what healthy lifestyle practices are right for you. Cause what works for other people might not work for you. So, you know, do what is best for you. Like you guys were saying earlier, do you boo boo? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Always do you. For me, I'm trying to be consistent in all areas. So consistent with a balanced diet, consistently working out, consistently just being consistent in all areas. (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
But also I am going off of what I was talking about before. I'm personally working on my boundaries this year. So I also want to work on, you know, reminding myself that I'm allowed to say no. I don't have to over-explain. And I just want to remind myself that I don't need to feel guilty for times when I'm saying no. Like, it is okay to say those words. And oh. <laughs> the power of no. Yes, yeah. very powerful. No. <laughs> yeah, for me, I think some healthy lifestyle practices that I'm really trying to implement include just being nicer to myself. That's something that I really want to focus on this year. I'm pretty sure that was probably in my New Year's resolutions too. Angel, something you said it's had actually reminded me of my New Year's resolutions. So I'm going to go and take a look at those again and be like, what were you trying to do? Right. Um, <laughs> but like, did I do these things actually? Right. <laughs> do we ever? We're almost halfway there. So hold yourself accountable. Better get started. <laughs> right. Oh, dang. In particular, though, I think taking more naps, that really is something I should try and do. Eating healthier, which I mean, I think I eat pretty healthy, but it could be even more healthy, you know, Mm -hmm. trying to be a high achiever. But and then just continuing (laughs) to pursue fitness goals. Summer 2021 is just around the corner and I'm pretty happy where I'm at, but we aren't quite there. So hot girl summer is pending. Pending. Mm -hmm. Loading. (laughs) And if I'm not mistaken, guys, I think it's just about that time. I think it's giveaway announcement time. So, with that being said, drum roll, please. And the winners of the first official For the Record giveaway are Tevin and Hannah. Congratulations, guys. We are so appreciative of your support. Thank you for participating in this very first giveaway of For the Record. And we cannot wait to send you this FTR swag. We really hope you enjoy. And for everyone else, please make sure to stay tuned for future giveaways because we'll be giving away some more goodies. This, This is not the end now. But thanks, Hannah, and thanks, Tevin. We, once again, really do appreciate you and hope that you continue to listen. And thanks for your support, always. And that is also concluding the end of episode three. I just want to thank everyone for listening in, and I really hope you enjoyed episode three. Check us out on Instagram at For the Record Brand and Twitter at FTR Brand for podcast updates and more information about the sisters behind FTR. And I hope that you guys will be back again because we have more great tips, advice, experiences, informative topics for you guys. So stay tuned. And don't forget, health is well. Always. Bye. Peace out. Adios.